moments will be lost in time. Like tears in So to round out our our double feature picks, uh, I chose the original Godzilla from 1954 and uh, Shin Godzilla. And I feel like the plot, uh, at least of the first Godzilla, is fairly <laughs> in the you know in the zeitgeist. Everyone sort of knows how the setup of Godzilla, right? I don't really have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you guys had seen Godzilla before, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The original. But neither of you had seen Shin Godzilla, right? No. And I I was really happy that we decided to do a month of double features and all of us chose two movies that are pretty much exactly the same plot-wise. <laughs> yeah. Because like I almost like it's not necessarily a remake of the original Godzilla, but it captures the feeling of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely like an update, not not a reboot yeah. or a remake, but it is, like, it's not... Like, it's it's not Godzilla's here again, it's Godzilla's back for the first time. Yeah. I also think it's really funny that the ones that Insha and I picked are, be- like, are sort of remakes or reimaginings, and the ones mm. you picked are just <laughs> two different movies that just have the ba- same basic plot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, not in, not really not no, actually like connected. Two years later, <laughs> yeah, just the same cast and plot, but totally different movies. Yeah, funny. Um, okay, so should we talk about Godzilla first for a little bit, or should we just dive right into Shin Godzilla and go back and forth? I, I feel I feel like there's meat in Godzilla to discuss. Okay, well, because I don't know. Just, as, as give I was give me your it, meat, then, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just I was really impressed actually sitting down and watching Godzilla critically right now. Yeah. Because, you know, like The Wizard of Oz, I'm pretty sure I'd only ever watched it, like, back when... <laughs> back when watching movies was just for fun. Right. Um, but this time, like, it really seemed very effective in the way that it used, like, like storms and devastations. Like, for its time, it was this really great action movie, and it reminded me so much in, in such a beat-by-beat way of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Not just because there were like was you know a big dinosaur stomping around, but just the way that certain things were shot, the way the aftermath of the devastation was handled, yeah, like that. For the, and like there was like one shot, like you can really see that Steven Spielberg took some ideas from Godzilla for Jurassic Park, and that's not anything I've really heard discussed before. But it was it. I really felt it hardcore when I watched this today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it it definitely holds up a lot better than some of the later like Godzilla movies, uh, which mm. you know <laughs> cheap out on effects and everything. This is actually shot like that nighttime attack scene is it's amazing. Like there are still obviously there are some hokey because it's a fifties movie, so like when you see Godzilla's head over the cliff, sort of <laughs> when they see him for the first time, it's very obviously like you know not that spooky. But they do a good job of actually shooting it well, so that even though it's obviously a man in a suit, like, you buy into yeah. it. Like, it's very effective. It works well, they, they they take that shot again for Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. That, that shot's in the remake. Yep. Or revival, whatever whatever <laughs> language we choose to talk about it. With. I think it's it was originally, they went, the American title, or the English title, was originally Godzilla Resurgence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we can call it a resurgence. <laughs> That would make sense. There you go. Um, oh, uh, the original Godzilla has one of the greatest lines of all time when it says that uh, Godzilla was baptized in the fire of the H-bomb, which is just an incredible, like, yeah. really great sort of genre line. It's amazing. 
I had a lot of lines in Shin Godzilla that I loved. Um, <laughs> my favorite line in the first Godzilla is just the very casual at the very beginning. They're talking about the destruction, and the old man goes, Oh, then Godzilla must have done it. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> that's how we introduce the idea of Godzilla being called Godzilla. Just casually throw it out. Oh, yeah, Godzilla. Remember him? <laughs> like, he's, he's almost as if he has always been. I'm always... Because um, I've seen the original Godzilla a few times. And... I always forget and am impressed by, uh, what's his name? Takashi Shimura, the, the lead scientist guy. Oh, I who love was in, him. <laughs> yeah, who was in a bunch of Kurosawa movies, right? Yeah. Uh, he's just so good. I love any character who is introduced with sunglasses over an eye patch. Yes. <laughs> it's just like an amazing costume choice. I also just love that shot of him because I'm just like, might be crying? Is he crying? And I was just like, aww. I want to put a blanket over you and make you feel better. I love that actor, though. That actor is absolutely amazing. And he deserves mm-hmm. more credit, like, from this movie than, like, he originally gets. Because, like, I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about him before, but they've never talked about him in the context of, like, him being Godzilla. And I'm just like, he wore an eye patch. Mm-hmm. That automatically Ooh. makes him amazing. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just tend to write off Godzilla as a monster movie. But what? as almost, How? you know, like, the genesis of monster movies, it it's a weighty moral drama. Like, yeah. Also, it, it is also like a, a mad scientist movie, too. It's yes. very much sort of a universal <laughs> horror film as well, sort of stuffed in there. Um, but I also, I also think that one of the most incredible things about the movie is the sound design. Like, Godzilla's roar mm-hmm. is instantly iconic. Like, it's still yeah. incredibly effective to this day. Yeah. Um, anytime you hear it. Like, it's so good. Like, th- you can't improve on it. Like, there's a reason Absolutely. why they constantly <laughs> reuse it. I remember there was a comic a few years back, like a Godzilla comic, and to illustrate the roar, they just literally put the sound wave of how it is visualized on the page, and it just, you got it immediately. You knew exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. I thought when you said a Godzilla comic, you meant like a stand-up comedian <laughs> in the '90s yeah. who would dress as Godzilla and be like, "That would anybody be here, amazing." Anybody, anybody here have problems stepping over power lines? Is that just me? <laughs> no, you're laughing. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Oh my god! Can you do it? Can oh. that be your new job? Anyone having trouble breathing in here? I can't get enough oxygen. <laughs> Giant lizards destroy cities like this. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Giant three-headed space dragons destroy cities like this. <laughs> this is legitimately the best idea I've ever come up with. Now imagine Seinfeld, but with Godzilla. Like yeah. the show, but it's Godzilla. Instead of Kramer, it's Gamera. No, now I'm thinking of Friends with all the terrible <laughs> I would definitely watch, like, the opening where they're playing around in a, a whatever, a fountain. It's all monsters. It's all cows. <laughs> and God. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Because <laughs> Godzilla can't do the clap because of his tiny arms. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Brought that mood down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, did you want to move on to Shin Godzilla? I have so many things to say about Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I have something else to say about the original, and that's that I think it has a beautiful structure of not focusing on any one character for the beginning of the film. It really feels like it's just a massive disaster happening to the world of the film, rather than to anyone in particular. Even though it's kind of a small stable of characters. They're enough spread out into different areas. Yeah, I think that's where, like, after this movie, I think that's where, like, the rest of the month, like, the rest of the Godzilla movies got it wrong. Because they would, like, mm-hmm. focus on, like, a little boy, a yeah. little boy, yeah. more yeah. little children. <laughs> and then yeah, they'll... Rather than, no, 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 Godzilla is attacking Japan. Yeah, like, I don't need to know the perspective of this little kid. Like, I'm good about Mm. that. Like, I love, that's why I love this movie, too, because it's a natural disaster. It's supposed to be, like, a metaphor for nuclear weapons. Like, it's Mm -hmm. supposed to, like, have 
this really weird connotation of like, if this shit happens again, then everybody's still fucked. And it's like, uh, yeah. I really, 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 really wanted that, oh. like, throughout the rest of the series of Godzilla. But then yeah. you have Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, which I'm going to make you guys watch one day. What's the name? What's the Smog Monster's name? I can't remember. Hedora. Right. Yep. That's a movie. I, I felt really impressed at how the movie really did tackle that um that metaphor for nuclear weapons and how it almost seemed to empathize with the creators of nuclear weapons like it's it's like they were saying look we know the scientists didn't want this but i mean the scene where he's like you know even if i if i never write it down it's only in my head human beings are weak someone will make me create it again Mm -hmm. like he didn't trust himself with the information. I wouldn't even, uh, although I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't necessarily go as far as saying that it empathizes with people who created it so much as the movie sort of understands the natural curiosity of man and how harmful that can be. Um, Because I think it makes a very bold stance at the end saying like, yeah, the nuclear age was a mistake. Uh, And the Oxygen Destroyer obviously being a stand-in for that kind of thing. And that if if they could, that's the way it should have been done so that, like, no one could ever recreate it again, ever. Um, Right. Because the stand-in for the the people who created uh, um, uh, atomic weapons uh, does kill himself. (laughs) So I don't know how much sympathy they have. I guess I was reading it as a it could have been us that did this, but I guess oh. what it ended up as was more, if we almost did this, we would have stopped it. Like, <laughs> right, okay. I see. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to read it, I guess. But it's an, it's, it's an op- might just be an open-ended question. Nuclear weapons are bad. I don't know what you're talking about these metaphors. It's just a nice story about a large <laughs> <laughs> You guys make me sick. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Shin Godzilla then? Uh, Incha, did you have anything else to say about Godzilla? No, I have so many things to say about Shin Godzilla. <laughs> All right, well, let's do, right. let's do it. <laughs> um, I love how it has almost the same opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Well, that's the thing about, that's why I sort of wanted to get onto Shin Godzilla is uh, there are a lot of um, callbacks and references and, and themes that are similar to the original one without sort of in any way like there it's not like watching um not that i'm ragging on your choice but like when you watch the whiz <laughs> and you watch the wizard of oz you're watching the same story just done in two different styles right yeah um but this one has it's like it's they're very different while also still shin godzilla is is very clearly calling back to it. Mm-hmm. yeah so the opening because uh, in the original, it's it's a couple of boats get fucked up by some uh, yeah. <laughs> some splashy water, uh, and and in this one, it's a scientist's. Uh, I don't want to say yacht. What's a boat like that? I don't know. Uh, boats. Pleasure craft, I think, is what they refer. It's to it they as. don't. Refer- is that what? Do they really? Did they? I wrote down pleasure craft. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's a terrible name. <laughs> Anyways, boat. <laughs> if you if I Google pleasure craft, I think that's what I'll get. You'll find some weird I'm... like German band. <laughs> I think. Do it. Pleasure craft. No, these are these are the boats I'm thinking of. A pleasure craft is a boat used for personal, family, and sometimes sportsman. Why would you do that? Oh, that's a gross name. It's not a sexual pleasure craft. I mean, if you want to take your family on there, yeah, of course not. That's a anyway, Mike, what was your point before we forgot a, what they were called? It's a large motorboat. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, and in Shin Godzilla, they find it's like um, the scientist boat is found abandoned in the middle of the bay, um, and that's where sort of Godzilla rises from. Mm-hmm. What's the scientist's name again? It's uh, I wrote it down. Hold on, Goromaki, um, who comes up later on in the story. Do you think we are supposed to, uh, whether literally believe or sort of metaphorically believe that Godzilla is Goromaki? They definitely imply that he has some sort of responsibility for it. Mm -hmm. 
because they never find him. They find his glasses and his slippers, and they presume he kills yeah. himself. And where he kills himself is, like, the spot that Godzilla rises from. <laughs> so he's absolutely sort of metaphorically um, Godzilla. Which sort of, which fits... I don't know, it was... Honestly, for me, the scientist angle was kind of the weakest point of Shin Godzilla. If it, I don't think the movie would have changed for me at all if they just never explained where it came from. Right. Yeah. Even though they kind of kept referring back to like the like the letters that that Mackie had left and like the lesson he was trying to teach us, because I think I think they just went off and learned a different lesson. Right. Like I feel like it was probably it felt like military, military, military. Bring in the scientists. The scientists do stuff, but who cares about the scientists? Like you needed the scientists in the story to kind of be like, well. Here's that explanation with some science crap. And then, like, you yeah. didn't, but you didn't really need it. I mean, like, that one, oh, God, the, I'm just going to call her hot girl. So the hot girl, like. Oh, you mean the, the very, very American person? Yeah. <laughs> Who was very clearly not a Japanese actor doing uh, an awful American accent? I was like, oh, okay, hot girl. Hot girl does stuff. Like, they could have easily let hot girl explain it. And mm-hmm. I would have been satisfied with that because she explained so much of the story in that like one exposition, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, she has all that American intelligence from being <laughs> a third or fourth generation American, and definitely not a Japanese person who knows English. She's she's so bad with those Japanese honorifics. She just wants to cut through the bullshit. She's straight. all American. Yeah, you know those gruff Americans. Um, yeah. I although I will say I enjoyed all the actually I enjoyed um, all the like parliamentary stuff like the the oh i love the bureaucracy stuff is so hilarious Um, well i think here's the difference is that you know the original godzilla is about science shin godzilla is about politics yeah very much so yes i love how they shade the u.s like throughout this whole entire thing (laughs) it's so (laughs) my favorite part is the fact that the u.s are like villains like the race against (laughs) the clock is to keep the u.s out of like doing anything to fuck things up and i love it it's the best and I love that, like, as they try to, as they say that, it's kind of like, they should have just looked at the camera like the office and was just like, you hear that? 2000 and whatever, Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, speaking of the office, I, I like that the different styles of filmography used, like, there's, mm-hmm. they use, like, found footage stuff for certain aspects, like, when, when the, um... When the boat is discovered. Yeah, when the boat's discovered and when that underground tunnel is, like, getting flooded. Um, yeah. And then... Really only near the beginning of the film, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they also... The bureaucracy stuff is very much filmed in a, the office or... Um, uh, it reminded me most of, like, the thick of it and mm-hmm. in the loop. <laughs> yeah. It's shot in that style, which is really cool. And then well, once it's it, like... it's also kind of funny. Like, it's a bit comedy as well. It's yeah. very funny. One of my favorite jokes is uh, all the... When when it's showing the bureaucrats like arguing and stuff, and it shows their titles underneath yeah. them, and they're all ridiculous. Like one of them, I think, is the chief deputy of something, and the other one's the deputy chief of something. <laughs> and, then, and then there's like an actual punchline where at the very end, um, what's his name? Uh, Rand. What's who's our main guy? Rando, Randy. What's his name? Rand- Rando. Rando. Yeah. Okay. One of, one of us should have IMDb over Ran- right it's, now. It's Rando. I promise right. you. So, so uh, at at like near to the end, when he's like sitting in the room talking to people after like a whole bunch of people in the city died from the big Godzilla attack, it shows his title, and he has like a million titles because he's had to take over <laughs> all these like heads of department jobs. But it does a good job of um because you're right, Incha, like where a lot of like uh. Godzilla movies fail is the like human stuff mm-hmm. being lame or uninteresting, which you sort of come to expect it to obviously not be as interesting as I don't know a giant lizard pushing a building over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you still want to like get into it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and this one was really smart in how it did that because honestly, like you have your street stuff. You CGI your Godzilla and you focus your money there. And then the meat of your film is people sitting in a room talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's that's the cheapest thing to film. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the one thing I really liked about 
the like the one thing I really liked about Shin Godzilla was the monster creation because in the original Godzilla you just see Godzilla like popping up from the water in this Godzilla he's literally morphing on land and I'm like what the fuck is happening what isn't that crazy is this I like I I literally had to stop the movie and go to my dad and be like is is this like is this another monster or is this Godzilla he's just like I don't fucking know and like (laughs) (laughs) and like we said I didn't make Shin Godzilla (laughs) (laughs) he watched it before so I was just like what is this who is this? And I expected it to be another monster, but like as it was like crawling and like trying to figure itself out, I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually really cool." Because I like, I like seeing the birth of a monster, and I thought that was the most creative way to bring Godzilla into a new life instead of it like being the regular stuff that we see like already fully formed. This one's like, yeah. I'm getting formed now, and then let me show you my power, and then at the end, let me get you some more little Godzillas out of my tail. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> well, I think it, it's it's legitimately creepy and off-putting when you see it, because yeah. it's like we've never seen Godzilla start off like that, and it is uncomfortable to watch, because it's like, yeah. you don't really know. Like, the first time I watched it, I I feel like I had a very similar reaction, where I was like, Am I? Is this the real Godzilla that I'm watching? Like, what <laughs> yeah. is going on here? My initial reaction was very negative, to be honest. Only because, like, I had seen nothing about this movie, so I didn't know what Godzilla was going to finally end up looking like, which was really awesome. I love his final design. Yeah. But when that sea thing first comes on land, I'm just like, seriously, this is your fucking design. You thought it was going to be like, the entire time. I, I really thought, I like, this was their reboot. You Godzilla has tiny vestigial <laughs> arms now, and he has big old fish eyes. And that's exactly, that's why I thought that it was a different monster. I was just like, oh, is Toho making another creation for Legendary to later use? Or what is going on? But, like, that final monster, like, that final Godzilla design is gorgeous. It's like, so cool. His fins on his back are just, oh, my God. I mm-hmm. love that monster <laughs> and I love, I love that the skin, it actually looks like it's painful to be Godzilla. Like, yeah! it looks like, he looks like he's constantly hurting, right? Yeah. And, and, it, and it almost really ties back to that 1954 design. Yeah. Which you look at that compared to a lot of modern Godzillas, and like, modern Godzillas are a lot more smooth and animal-like, whereas that's just literally some weird monster mm-hmm. with big, chunky parts. Yeah. And, and that's that's what this Godzilla is. It has grotesque chunks of flesh. Yeah, and I like I'm a I, I really love the uh, the 2014 Godzilla, the legendary one. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like I I think it's great, and I think the Godzilla design for that is fantastic because they make him sort of look like a big fat bear <laughs> instead of <laughs> a lizard, which is adorable and works really well because he's he's very much the hero of the picture in that. Yeah. Whereas this mm-hmm. one, he's like big and creepy and amazing and it works extremely well for for this movie i think that's like really cool about like in i'm gonna put i'm gonna put in like 2016 like 2014 godzilla 2 but like the 1950s version of godzilla he is basically the villain like that's all he wants to be like that's that's him and then well i'd I'd say you empathize more with him in 54 than in 2016 yeah because they kind of try to go because like since it's made by toho they kind of try to go back and they're just like oh no i want to reiterate to you that he is a villain remember he is a giant thing destroying an entire civilization but in like 2014 they it's kind of like they try to go back to that like the 1950s version and kind of be like okay we're gonna we're gonna set him as a villain, but he's also gonna be like an anti-hero in a weird way, and that's yeah, where yeah. oh sorry, and that's where like the nineteen fifties, like after the nineteen fifties version with the rest of like the Godzilla movies, he starts like slowly diving into being an anti-hero until you get to yes. twenty fourteen, and that's where a lot of people are like, is Godzilla? bad or good and i'm just like no he's destroyed a lot of stuff he should probably be bad but like i think we just bastardized it a lot (laughs) 
Yeah, I do. I think a lot of the, like all the Godzilla sequels, because he was so popular, they they were like, well, we're making this dude a good guy, which happens, you know, in tons of stuff like in, um, I don't know, comic books and soap operas and stuff. Oh, yeah. You'll have yeah. you'll have dudes who like killed families and like raped women. And then the next like you tune into Young and the Restless a year later and he's like married <laughs> to that lady. <laughs> but uh <laughs> So they do because he was so popular. They they did that, right? Yeah. Um, but I do like that Shin Godzilla very much makes him like a scary, straight up bad guy. Like even though he is a creature or an animal, yeah. like it's he's not necessarily doing it on purpose. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think they <laughs> maybe. at the beginning. Of- <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, you do have the people who are like, oh, it's an animal, we have to study it. But by the end, it's like, okay, no, this is a nuclear bomb in the middle of Tokyo, and it needs to be stopped. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny, because it's like a callback to the original, because, uh, what's his name? Y- Yamari or Yamani? Yamani? The- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so offensive trying to... Anyway, he's he very much wants to, like, study Godzilla, and it does it is sort of in a way you do feel for him in the original but in this one they very quickly get that out of the way and they're like no this is fucking dangerous (laughs) yeah like because that's something that never it never goes away in the 54 movie even as they're finally destroying it like they really make you feel like they have to kill this thing in its sleep yeah it's like it kind of like wakes up and turns around it's like hey what's happening yeah it's sort of (laughs) bittersweet like tragic like not as not as yeah tragic as king kong because in king kong he was like very much he know, a victim he doesn't know where like, he was yeah exactly <laughs> but it's it's close to that like it's in that vein where it's this was just an animal and and then and they had to fuck it up right like that bear they shot the trank on and it lands on the trampoline have you seen that clip that video <laughs> there's like a bear in a tree in a suburban neighborhood and they sh- the cops shoot it with a trank and they had, because they're idiots, they had like a trampoline underneath it to catch it. Because trampolines oh are very well known to catch something gently and stop it. But instead it goes launching off the side and it just lands like hard on the ground. No! It's so sad. Is the bear okay? Uh, no, they ate it. Jesus Christ! No, I have no idea if the bear's okay. <laughs> I assume it was fine. I feel like bears have fallen out of trees before. And laid it really hard. The bear evolved some spines on its back and shot out some atonic birds. (laughs) That's its next form. So, you know how, speaking of, because you mentioned, Incha, the, uh, the, it's stages, like, and where that final shot, which is amazing, it's like, my favorite thing in the whole movie is that final shot of the tail, of Godzilla's tail, right? I love that shot. I think I love the, I love the, the, oh wait it's coming back like i love that kind of a moment because i'm just like oh first of all those look like little alien creatures second of all this is amazing (laughs) they were xenomorphs yeah you cannot cannot convince me that those were not xenomorphs (laughs) so you know how the villa that they killed or froze or whatever is stage four Mm -hmm. godzilla right Mm -hmm. so apparently in the art book for shin godzilla that they released they had worked out all the way to eight different stages of what, what? it was going to evolve into. Oh, Do you want to hear what the next four stages would have been? Yes. If Godzilla survived? Yeah. Yes. So its next form, it would have acquired the ability to fly, self-division without limits, which I assume were the things coming off of its tail, right? Divided mm-hmm. forms yeah. may shrink in size, form a legion. Um, it would have become immune to the Yashiori plan. The one that killed it in the end. Um, Mm -hmm. Would have lost its sensitivity to pain and emotions. uh, And it would have had self-generation of a completed form from the tiniest fragment of its body. The sixth form would have overcome any requirements for air or water to survive. Would achieve (laughs) self-energy productions. Achieve limitless nuclear fusions. And overcome energy problems. The generation of the mouth and teeth will eventually lose these organs. Uh, will eventually evade outer space and reach other planets. <laughs> the seventh form contains a small universe within its body, synthesizing any materials and elements at will and make them its own, adapt to harsh environments of any planet, and the eighth form transcend physical law, reaching the level of God. So, we get that? it's a real yeah, good I'm thing they stopped, they stopped at stage four. Did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
because the honest, like, I like the idea of thinking out, okay, we have, we have a, a, like, prehistoric fish creature, and then we have God. What are going to be the stages in between those? But you, you don't, you don't go full God. Yeah, I do like that it's just hinted that this thing will become dangerous through their best guesses. Like, I think they even mentioned he could... Because he had, he's so good at adapting to whatever they're attacking with mm-hmm. that he could very well fly at some stage. So they have to like. They, they I love. I that. love. I love in the old movies when he flies. Yeah, that shit looks so weird. <laughs> he flies just like, I, like he flies. I don't need a scene of Godzilla staring at himself, old in a bed, and then suddenly he's in the bed, and then there's a baby <laughs> in space. I don't want that for Godzilla. I would totally watch a 2001: A Space Odyssey oh of Godzilla. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> How cool is it that when they defeat Godzilla, they literally turn the city into something to attack him? Like, turning it, doing a complete 180, and instead of him fucking up Tokyo, they're like, no, we're gonna drive some trains in you, we're gonna throw a building at you. (laughs) Like, I got so excited. Commutes for the next week are gonna be rough. Well, yeah, I would imagine. (laughs) I got so excited, um... Then the two years of (laughs) nuclear fallout. (laughs) That too. Uh, Because I totally forgot about the trains. Um, from the first time I watched it, so when I watched it this time, I was really excited and like almost fist pumped when the trains were coming at it and like that music is pumping, and I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. forgot they put bombs on trains. This is dope. And I love how that that music really called back, like like it was it was not new current music. It wasn't like boom yeah we're good again. No, it was yeah. <laughs> that was more like. That, that you know what that was? That was when they had the montage of the chemical factories yeah. with their bitchin' guitar solo then. <laughs> yeah. But I there's also, although there is a goofy shot um when Godzilla gets knocked over and then all the cranes are spraying the stuff into his mouth and it looks like he's just mm-hmm. at a dental appointment that he hates because he's just like <laughs> with a bunch of like little picks in his mouth. I thought it was neat how they used those. Um, because it did kind of, like, call back to, like, it was the same machines that were used to cool down the nuclear reactors a couple years ago during that big crisis yeah. in Japan. So it's like, eh, I see how you're tying things together. Ooh. And it was also cool that, like, just, you know, everyday workers are saving the day. Join a union, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, you know, like... Michael Bay is Godzilla if he was, you know, a good filmmaker. <clears throat> Michael Bay is a good filmmaker half the time, Billy. <laughs> no, he's a good filmmaker who makes terrible films sometimes. Mm. Billy, he is. I know, I'll I'll give you that. That's that's right. But you like like this like that aspect skews a little Armageddon. Yeah. With the with the blue collar worker saving the day. Uh, yeah. But I mean they didn't send the people to space to stop an at they literally were doing the job that they normally do it just happened to be in godzilla's mouth so (laughs) i hope someone can say that about me one day (laughs) he was just doing his normal job just happened to be in godzilla's mouth you know what else i loved what that the two directors who did this they were was it these two? Yeah, the two directors who did this did um, Neo Genesis Evangelion. Yes. And I was just like, wait, what? Because Neo, Gen- Neo Genesis Evangelion is so much like a big old mecha. And I'm like, how does this relate? This is so well done because they worked on that. And it's an even uh, an Evangelion is such a political um like it's such a political anime that you can see yeah it really is because so so that actually ties into everything they do here yeah and it ties in really really well too because like in even like in evangelion they basically have to get kids to fight in the big monsters because i mean the big mecha robots because the adults either don't want to can't or just like let a kid do it (laughs) and then like with this i'm just like okay yeah that ties in great with the political element of what that is then they wrote it really and like whoever wrote this yeah wait so when you say when you say mecca it's m-e-c-h-a not m-e-c-c-a right like there aren't a lot of muslims (laughs) praying towards these giant robots as they attack (laughs) 
I th- I thought you meant like it is a anime that should be yeah, worshipped. The, I literally like, thought that's what you meant. Holy, no, this is the holy robots. city of anime. <laughs> it's a mecha anime, guys. Jesus Christ. The holy city of anime. <laughs> hey, you know what was really funny as well? The soggy noodles prime minister, the guy who took over. <laughs> oh he was very sad that his noodles were soggy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my favorite favorite line of this movie hands down is after he gets off the call with the u.s when they say they're gonna nuke japan to get rid of godzilla and he just says that country foists some crazy things on us (laughs) (laughs) like that is an understatement (laughs) and i love you for it he's definitely not wrong no and then it's, it's just cool how then like what happens from that is just Japan becomes a rebel and Japan does it their own way. That's literally what this movie is. <laughs> yeah, you, ha- you have that line earlier on where one of the, the political aides wants to speak out and the other guy goes, well, it's good to be a rebel, but think of the guy who got you here and just, just go with the flow. Yeah. And then that, yeah. that really turns around by the end. Like, Yeah, it's very much an anti-bureaucracy kind of film. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. I also think it's maybe like an anti dear the US, please don't touch our Godzilla again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like all the cheap shots, I swear to God, I love, I just love all the shade towards America yeah. in this. It's just like, yeah, you did Godzilla, but we're doing it now. Wasn't it in like Godzilla 2000 where they had a little reference No, or it something? was Godzilla where, Final where... Wars? Yes. Where they kill yeah. Zilla. They officially call him Zilla, the, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's fi- Final Wars. Oh, well, I was thinking of, the, oh, I think Godzilla 2000, they have just much more minor reference where they're just like, oh, didn't something attack I, the US? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. that wasn't Godzilla. That wasn't Godzilla. I remember <laughs> renting Godzilla 2000 when I was a kid. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed Godzilla. Um, Final Wars, okay. I don't love it. It's not good. No. <laughs> There's some good, I don't know, there's some good monster fights. It's just way too jam-packed. I don't know. Yeah. Give me a solid Godzilla-Mothra fight. <laughs> I don't need to see. Well, yeah. You know what was cool about Shin Godzilla is that it was just Godzilla. <laughs> that they didn't have to bring in a second monster. It didn't have to be a shared universe of anything. It could just be this one thing, this one danger that was focused yeah. on. Yeah. So I was looking into it. Apparently, Toho hadn't made a solo Godzilla movie since 1984. Yeah, they like they seriously stopped because of the fact that like they they could just live off of Godzilla and what they created. And then when America mm-hmm. made it, they were just like, "Ah, you didn't do that right." <laughs> I love it. They're like, "All right, you can make your Godzilla." No, you didn't make it right. Let me do this. <laughs> Here, I'll make it instead. And like they face and they like put out a statement too. Like after. They well the, while they were still making this, where they were like, "Uh, this has nothing to do with legendary. We just wanted to make Godzilla again." And I'm just like, "That's shade. I love it." <laughs> and here's the thing: I love Shin Godzilla, but I also love the other one. I am not picking between my two parents. I love them both equally. <laughs> I love my two gay dads. <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> like. But, like, the other one, too, is, like, re- like it's so good. And, like, it has, like, a great story element to it, like, the 2014. And I really, really like it because of the fact that, first of all, Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Cranston are in it. Yeah. I'm not going to be mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, it's, like... This is actually really, really well done. It is, I'm not, yeah. yeah. I'm, not mad at to- I'm not mad at Legendary at all. Especially, like, how... I actually like how they're going to piece everything together. Um, like with that Godzilla and then coming out with Kong, like how they came out with Kong Skull Island. And then they're going to like go mm-hmm. back to do Godzilla 2 and then do Godzilla versus like Kong. But then like have these yeah. like monsters scattered about. Like I'm about that. Yeah. Like that's actually really cool. Like you don't have to have like a single like, if they had, like, the single monster movies in there, I'd be like, okay, please don't make Godzilla fly feet first into somebody. Yeah. Well, I do but... think, I think um, that's a, there are lots of 
there's some positives and way more negatives about every sort of studio trying to do a shared universe. Um, yeah. But I do think the good aspect is that um, because the Marvel movies really weren't the first. Like, you had the like universal monsters and then like godzilla yeah. movies like mothra was its own thing and then godzilla mm-hmm. fought mothra you know what i mean like yeah so i think it emboldened them to do something like that again you know what i mean i think mm-hmm. if the 1998 godzilla were a popular film critically and commercially and managed to get a sequel <laughs> it would have just been they would have done like two or three movies maybe had like one a villain in each one and then that's it but because yeah studios feel more emboldened to make cinematic universes we did get like you said we got a king kong we're gonna get a godzilla versus kong we're gonna get a a sequel to godzilla with like rodan in it and shit which is cool mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see the american made other toho monsters yeah 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 like i'm so excited of, like i'm so excited yet optimistic about that design because i'm just like okay you did good with kong kong i can get you did good with godzilla Please don't mess up Mothra. I know. I'm. I'm really like <laughs> fingers crossed because I love Mothra, and I'm very worried that they're gonna mess up Mothra. But hopefully not. Like I, I remember. Oh God. So fun fact about me, guys. I used to sing that song all the time. Like Mothra's, like the the fairies. The, the yeah the fairies. Would sing. <laughs> I don't know that song. How does well, it you're gonna have to I'm look gonna it probably... up and put it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Please do. It's so good. It's so just fairy-like, and it's so pretty. And my dad used to always just look at me and be like, how do you know that? And I'm just like, I watched Mothra again. Here, wait, hold on, Billy. Look it up and drop it in here for, like, 15 seconds or so. Here. okay now we're back from that song (laughs) um yeah so the i think the bad news about shin godzilla is that i guess they're doing a a series of anime movies or a tv series right now yeah um so the anime movies coming out on netflix yeah so they don't have plans to do another shin godzilla until at least 2020 I think mm. is what I read. See, that's a bummer. I I love the ending, but I I don't know where they would go from it, especially hearing what the stages were going to be or what the planned stages of Godzilla were. Like I I love just the open endness of that. Yeah, and then like little skeletal human xenomorphs <laughs> come out of Godzilla's tail, which also kind of looks like a chestburster. Yeah. Well, he needs to fly now, Billy. That's yeah. like the next stage. You need to watch him fly. But I feel like, I mean, they can just scrap that. Like, that was just their, no, you know, behind... No, oh, you okay. can't, can't scrap You're that. right. He needs to have a universe inside of him. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was mistaken, of course. I'm into watching Godzilla become God. I actually, when I read the final stage, I was like, that would be super dope to see, like, him actually <laughs> rule the universe. Like, become God. That would be very cool. Especially since I don't... We never got that in the no. original movies. I want to see that happen. <laughs> You're right. I just want to see Godzilla stand on a planet. <laughs> I mean, we did see him stand well, on a planet. Well, you kind of did with Earth. <laughs> we did stand on it. You're doing it right now, too. So I don't know how impressive that would be. You can, you can stand up and feel the turn of the Earth beneath No, you. I want to see him physically stand on Earth. He was in outer space. <laughs> in outer space, goddamn! Shoot a little higher. <laughs> I want to see him stand on the star. Cosmic, I, I can. <laughs> you want it? I get um, it. You want it to look like uh, in a circus when they have the bears on the uh, giant bulls exactly. when they're like rolling around <laughs> with a little uh, fez hat or whatever. <laughs> oh, can he wear a fez hat? Yeah, yeah, he can. And a little bow tie? Yeah, sure. Good. Okay. Me and Michael agreed now. Yeah. We can keep going. <laughs> okay, we can do it. All right, Shin Godzilla um, 2 coming out um, in 2020. 
Have either of you <laughs> ever seen the American cut of the original Godzilla? Yo. No. Oh my god, why? <laughs> I, I, I was just legitimately curious, and I, I thought maybe one of you had. It's, um, it's interesting. What, what's it like? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very American. They put, like, a legit love story in it. Like, it's, they, it's bad. It's not, no, it's not bad. It's just, it's a thing that happened. It's, it's very, it's very much like, okay, so they took the original Godzilla film, basically cut it with this American actor, and it was just like, here you go. And it just, the, does it still have the Japanese plot? Like, is it just longer or? I mean, yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's not longer. They basically like take some of this film out like some of the longer scenes where like there um there are god what's it called like scenery shots and stuff like that they replace it with the american actor um like he pretends to be a tree i wish he wasn't so does he so he doesn't (laughs) interact with the plot in any way at all he does. He interacts with like the he like like that's the thing too. Like they remade like most of the movie, but they took the original movie and just was just like, okay, we're gonna cut this here, and then the American guy comes in, and then they had oh, so like, and then they had to like did they resh- they reshot some stuff, yeah, especially like oh. because they had to like have him interact with oh, like 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 the main character, yeah, like our um. Oh god, like our eye patch boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. Like Sar- they had to interact with him. Sarazawa. <laughs> yeah. And they gave him like the thing that like pissed everybody off about the remake of the movie was the weird love story that they put in it. Why it was, was it just... weird? Was he in love with a coconut? Why was it there? Oh yeah. I wish he was in love with Godzilla. That would have been fun. sweet. <laughs> would have been adorable. <laughs> So who who would you cast in the American cut of Shin Godzilla if they decided to just throw some American actors? Uh, in there? They did have an American actor, the very American lady who played <laughs> <laughs> who, who played the the what's her name? The liaison. Yeah, in fact, I would cut her into more American movies. She's as American as apple pie in a hot dog. I like how she very definitively. Is going to be president of the United States. That's so funny. That's so yeah. funny. It's like, lady, you're Japanese. You're not Japanese American. You are Japanese. You've never been to America. You can't be the president. <laughs> who would I ca- so who would I cast to do Randy Quaid? Yeah, if <laughs> we'd shoot it over a weekend in his motel room. And then we'd intercut that with the Shin Godzilla footage. Anytime anyone's just on the phone, they're now on the phone with Randy Quaid. Yeah, and he he's he would be, you know who he would be? He would be a drunk, out-of-work train conductor, and he'd be watching all this stuff on the news in his motel room, getting crazier and crazier. And then at the very end, he's leading the train as it jumps to explode at Godzilla, and he's like, I'm back, like in Independence Day, and then it explodes. That's what would happen. I really liked in Shin Godzilla how... When Godzilla really released his huge burst of atomic power, they cut all over Tokyo and were like, it's in this district. It's in this district now. I think it gave like a real sense of place of like, no, no, no. He's not destroying a miniature city. He is destroying Tokyo. How great is it once he finally uses his atomic breath? And then not even that, once lasers shoot out of his things, like his... Yeah. It's so crazy. It was very satisfying. I loved when he, like, opened his demigorgon mouth. <laughs> yeah, his, like, chin splits and stuff. It's very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very creepy. He looked like those uh, vampire vampires from Blade 2. <laughs> the vampires that eat vampires? What were they called? Yeah. Vampire vampires. Reverse vampires. They give you blood. <laughs> <laughs> they bite your neck and pump blood into you until you explode. Oh, that sounds horrifying. Yeah, you're telling me. I don't want to be given blood. It's David Bowie. don't want to be given blood. As far as I know, a lot of people don't want to be given blood. Because I've gone up to people with a cup of it, and they just, <laughs> they'll say no. That's the politest they'll be, is no. Yeah. 
Oh, um, with the train bombs, the one thing I thought about the end is that it felt very, like, video gamey. Like, they had to hit his weak point and then go into attack. Right. So I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know, I didn't, um, I don't play video games much, so it didn't feel like that to me. Um, I thought it made sense to sort of take out his feet, right? To knock him over. It didn't feel like inherently video game-ish to me. But I can see where you're coming from. I think it's because the sequence was they bomb him with trains, they go into his mouth. They bomb him with trains, they go into like his in mouth. Like in Sonic when you have to hit him, hit the doctor with stuff while he's flying above you until he like falls out of it and then you hit him a bunch and then he still gets up in his ball and flies around again. And you have to... Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, like that. I'm glad Sonic made this work for you. It was sad when Sonic would drown. Remember that? <laughs> I think I think when Mario drowned in 64, it was sad because the camera kind of just lingers on him for a little while before cutting to black. When you said Isn't when that... Mario drowned in 64, it sounded like there was going to be a flashback to you in Vietnam with like Super Mario. And it's like, it's like a, a door song is playing and you guys are walking through the jungle. Oh and then he gets like, an explosion knocks a tree on him and he drowns you like, Mario, no! <laughs> oh, I had to be the one to tell Luigi. Yeah, you showed up, you're like, if I could have done anything, I wish, I wish it's a me, but it was him. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> there's, there's no recovery. No, because that. in my head, um, I said Yoshi Min instead of Ho Chi Min. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, and it, and it, yeah.